0: Yes, we're going to be staying on topic. We're going to be staying on the uh, MK Ultra 2 episode topic. And since, like I said, it was such a huge one that, uh, God, you could just spiral out into about a thousand different directions. And each one of them are so interesting and have their own little, like, backstory and stuff. And so I thought it would be a good idea to kind of discuss one or two more of those gentlemen in order to, or, you know, events and uh, call them all-stars of the MK Ultra team. First guy we'll be discussing is a guy by the name of Dr. Henry Murray, seemingly innocuous name, but evil scumbag nonetheless. <laughs> Former OSS officer in World War II and then chief researcher at the Har- at Harvard in 1947, uh, Murray lectured and uh, established with others the Psychological Clinic Index. So from late 1959 to early 62, Murray was responsible for experiments that have come widely to be considered unethical. Uh, in which he used uh, 22 Harvard undergrads as research subjects. Among other goals, experiments sought to measure individuals' response to extreme stress. And the unwitting graduates were submitted to what Murray called, quote, vehement, sweeping, and personal abuse, end quote. So attacks, like specifically tailored attacks, assaults designed to kind of take little jabs at their egos. Subjects then viewed, recorded footage of their reactions to this verbal abuse repeatedly. Basically, what he would do is, you know, get them to just, you know, divulge their most deepest inner, you know, well, first he would get them to trust them, you know what I mean? And then, you know, on camera would have them divulge all kinds of weird things and also do like, uh, what was it called? Uh, Questionnaires and stuff to get them to divulge super deep seated, you know, secret things, you know, sexual, uh, sexual fantasies, Freaking your your fears, you know, um, your your desires, your um, the things you're hoping to like accomplish in life and achieve, um, your thoughts about life and like you know, and then basically he would just berate them and be like, "That's the dumbest thing ever, blah blah blah," and then how could you possibly think that and this and then that. oh that's gross, you like girls with boobies, you fag, like blah, blah blah, you know what I mean, like. So among these students was a sophomore prodigy, seventeen year old. Ted Kaczynski, really? who was a mathematician who went on to later become the Unabomber, a domestic terrorist targeting academics and technologists by mailing homemade bombs for 18 years. Mm. Longest running bad guy like ever in American history. (laughs) Ted Kaczynski was said to be the subject of a voluntary psychological study alleged by some sources to have been part of MKUltra which is like, duh, you hear about yeah. what, you know, about the conditioning and the belittling and all that stuff, the repetition and all that and everything. It's has got M. written all over it. Kaczynski spent over 200 hours as part of Murray's studies. Ted Kaczynski later abandoned an academic career in 1969 to pursue a primitive lifestyle f- free of technology in Lincoln, Montana. Kaczynski eventually decided that it was impossible to live peacefully in nature because of the destruction of the wild lands around him. Uh, from logging and real estate development and industrial projects. Right. So in response, he began performing acts of sabotage against, you know, nearby de- developments in 1975 and kind of dedicated himself now to reading about sociology and uh, political philosophy. So he's up in the woods by himself trying to get, uh, get to one with nature, but he kind of can't really achieve that goal because of the encroaching those, technology those, around him. All those damn bulldozers going off at all hours of the day. Huh. I, I kind of sympathize with this guy. I mean, I, I don't know if I'd go so far as bombing people, but you know. Yeah. No, I, it's, it's one of those things where you kind of completely understand why he's doing it. You're just like, dude, this is not the right way. It's like Thanos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you come to find out way later, uh, why he was doing all of this and why, um, you know, why he thought that violence was, uh, basically worth it to get his message out that, you know, for the, again, the greater good. Kaczynski's anti-technological fixation and his critique itself had some roots in, in the Harvard curriculum, which emphasized, uh, the supposed objectivity of science compared with the subjectivity of ethics. Yeah. So before his arrest, he demanded that the Washington Post and the New York Times publish a 35,000 word manifesto called, Industrial Society and Its Future. Uh a document that expresses his philosophy of science and culture and I highly recommend people read it because it's super prevalent and very prophetic and uh I know it's a said 35,000 word manifesto but it's <laughs> yeah, yeah it's I'm actually no believe it or not it dude you could read it in like a couple of hours it's really not as big and I can't read so <laughs> <laughs> If, if, if I can, can read it in like an hour or whatever, you could probably read it in like twenty minutes, average person. Kaczynski believes that the Industrial Revolution was like the font. Fa- the mistake. That's where that's where the timeline split. Yeah, the font of human enslavement, basically. He said, "Quote: The system does not and cannot exist to satisfy human needs. Instead, it is human behavior that has to be modified to fit its needs of the system." End quote. Interesting. So the only way out he figured was to destroy the fruits of industrialization and to promote a return to um what he called wild nature. Uh in spite of the, you know, potentially negative consequences. That's that's interesting because it's it's kind of like that makes me think of that thing you said in the moon landing episode where once technology is created, like you can't uncreate it. Yeah, like, you can't not make technology anymore. Yeah, it's going to come back. I mean, yeah, so, okay, so you blow up you which, know, which, this factory. Right, and so, they're just which, gonna make another factory. Yeah, right, and which is hilarious because this is a guy who just sat out there, was a super smart guy, like I said, like PhD, like freaking, or went into Harvard at like nineteen, it's sitting around in the woods all day thinking about how the industrial revolution has screwed up human beings, at least in the disassociation with nature and uh, and the separation from it. Just wait till the, just wait till the uh, computer revolution, dog. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) But there's this guy who's like sitting back thinking about all that. And he thinks that the only safe way to save humanity, at least the good parts of humanity, without having us all like, you know, merge with machines and technology and then just become whatever is not human. You know, we lose our humanity. Basically, he's saying, hey, we have to do something that's like impossible. We all collectively need to agree to stop using this thing that's basically like crack. Like Mm. You know what I mean? We all have to agree not to smoke crack anymore, and we're all just a bunch of fucking drug addicts (laughs) because, like you said, technology, you can't really give it up. And so – and you can't, like, oppress people to give it up. You can't force them to do it because that's going to inherently create – Exactly. And he goes over all this shit in the – I don't even like calling it a manifesto. He likes – because it's just because uh, he doesn't say like I'm gonna do all these things unless you g-, you know unless we reach this goal. But he's just like, look, this is like a guideline that I highly recommend people should at least think about, let alone live by. He's not wrong, and the way he talks about like the political system yeah. and how the way people freaking uh, kind of are now. And I know that's very like vague and subjective, but I'm telling you folks, if if you're interested in psychology, sociology, politics, any of that stuff, it, the way if you're interested in people. I highly recommend reading this book. It'll take you like an hour. It's just interesting how all these things intersect, whether it's, uh, you know, Ted Kaczynski being a part of this, who was the Unabomber being part of this, uh, MK ultra like, um, experimentation with a, uh, Dr. Murray, who was part of the OSS, uh, back in the, you know, back in the day, which was the precursor to the CIA, Mm -hmm. who was also hanging around in the 1960s with, uh, at Harvard with. Timothy Leary of course. experimenting with acid and that's a, you know in, intersects the whole counterculture, you know, aspect or whatever. So, like like many of these subjects, that I would like like I said at the very, very, very beginning of the first episode, I like to pick MKUltra to kind of break the ice to people that think that these kinds of things are uh bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it just intersects with so much. Information um, that is like relevant and also highly interesting, by the way. It's a web, truly is. Thanks for joining us on the ride, and uh, we'll see you on the next one.